Broadcasting over the Universal Wide Web, the flagship of the NWCZ Radio Empire, this is the Northwest Convergent Zone Show. Hey, welcome everybody to the Northwest Convergent Zone Show. I'm Big D. I'm Roxy. Susan and the ladies. Uh, yep, still on one. Yes. Welcome to <laughs> another stellar edition uh, from the super soggy. We all had to raft in <laughs> yeah. to the studio, nor- to the Northwest Convergence Zone. I hope it's not like this where you're at. You know, wherever, Me too. It's wherever depressing. You're listening, it's, been, it's been wicked. I'm, I'm short and my pant legs always drag, so <laughs> I'm like, I'm my you get weighed bottom down. two to three inches are damp and cold, and it's just a yucky feeling. Bell bottoms will do that to mm. you. <laughs> 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 Want to thank our fine uh, affiliate stations who uh, dare to carry our program. <laughs> uh, no, it's just, we just really appreci- no. we really appreciate these cats. Um, 11radio.com, Oregon Sports News, Chestnut Radio. IndieMadMP3.com, Radio KSCR, Red Earth Radio, WideRadius.com, RadioUproar.net, KINT98, CNEU Radio, Web Radio Puget Sound, CMG Radio, Air FM, WDGP Radio.net, and our fine sponsor, Stonegate Pizza. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fine eats today. Yes. Uh, delicious. Um, if you're ever in the Tacoma area, head down to 56 and Pacific. They've got some big doings. They have some uh, big plans for the summer, block parties. Um, but don't wait. Just head on down. They have great food and great drink. And it's just it's always a fun time. Stonegate. Absolutely. Yeah. Great show coming your way today. Uh, let me get you caught up on uh, what's going on uh, coming up here on the next few episodes. Um, next week, we have the Como Brothers, uh, a band, Autumn Electric. We're going to play you a tune from them in a, in a little bit. Uh, and then in a, in a couple of weeks, uh, we have a band coming on that I'm really excited about, Half Moon Run. Um, they're out of Canada, and if you haven't heard of them, you, so, you very soon will be uh, hearing of these guys. It's, it's, we're lucky to get on the ground floor with these cats because I, I, I think they're going <laughs> to catapult pretty soon, and then would never see, we would never see the likes <laughs> of them. So we weasel our way in early. That's right. <laughs> we have a formula. Yes. <laughs> and we stick to it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, today on the big show, we have uh, Michelle Ari, uh, a, a great um, story this lady has. Um, the band Meyer out of uh, Montreal, which is amazing prog rock mm-hmm. uh, kind of metal and uh and then uh, tay phoenix is going we're going to talk to her and hear her story she was down at south by when all the the riffraff was right. going on yep Damn not only did they have a uh the tragic accident down there obviously yeah but on one you can help me what was the cat's name that got arrested for inciting a riot tyler the creator yeah the tyler <laughs> the creator um, is that his birth name? Pretty sure. <laughs> by, by looking is that at on him, his certificate? By looking at him, you would think so. Yeah. <laughs> Does he look like Jesus? Because that's what I would think like, the, creator the creator would look like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has white eyes. <laughs> no, he, um, he was in a venue, and uh, it, was, it was crowded, obviously. I think it was packed out. And he was in, he was encouraging the crowd to push for push 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 forward, and 
they um, to get more people in. And of course, crowds are idiots. Of course. So they start doing it and people are getting like pressed up against the stage mm. and passing out. So they cut the electricity. They, they cut him out. And um, they warned him or whatever. So and, and they warned the crowds, so the crowd, because he was trying to get more people into the venue. Um, and then they didn't. So anyway, they, then they let the show go back to, to what it is. Uh, but during the time it was out, they were just the crowd obviously went crazy. They're destroying stuff. The venue has a capacity, right? Yeah. I was just thinking so, that. Why, like, they- why would there ever be anyone? Let's get more people in. Let's crush everybody. <laughs> he made the news. Yeah. Wow. I'd never heard of him before. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I didn't until you just brought it up. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> you are so welcome. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's get to it. This, our first guest is um, super talented. I mean, what a voice on this gal. Wow. And um, I, I, she, she's, she has the pipes and, and, and the, I think the music skill to, to go far and, <laughs> she's a geek she is <laughs> i when but i when I, geek. I i helped her go out to you know, take her equipment out to her car uh-huh. um a, a, after like we, a gentleman yeah like, yes and she had a bumper sticker that said something it was something to the effect of um you know don't uh don't knock geeks or beware of the geeks or whatever because you'll eventually end up working for one one day <laughs> and i was like yeah that's pretty much so true <laughs> <laughs> but she's a fabulous musician her name is tay phoenix and we were lucky to have her on today and here's what she had to say listen little sister there's a story you must hear please learn my lessons and avoid all my tears there's a man out there with a bullet just for you And if you don't watch out, he's gonna shoot your heart clean through When there's a demon in your sheets with fire in his eyes Let him take you higher, but don't believe his lies If you can't see through his motives, you're a puppet on a string The only trouble here is the damned old, damned old flame He likes to take advantage of the stories you've been told So baby, best examine all the goods you're being sold If you're programmed by the system, then you'll fall for all his games The only trouble here is the damned old, damned old flame
There you go. That is Tay Phoenix with Damned Old Flame right here on The Zone. And uh, all I can say is, damn, what a voice. Mm. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal. You. We're uh, privileged to have her in the studio with us today. And a little later on, she's going to do an in-studio song. That's, I, guarantee, I guarantee it's going to blow you away. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Tay, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for it's, having me. It's good me. to have you in. Uh, TayPhoenix.com is the place to go to find out uh, about her. We'll have a link to that on our website. Uh, fresh in from South by yeah South by Southwest which is you know everybody knows what it is so I don't need to explain it it's the zoo of Austin <laughs> yeah precisely <laughs> you know <laughs> the entire town becomes a zoo it's bedlam it's yeah just it's great it's, 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 it's probably one of the best things I've ever been to is this your first year I've been there three times now three times okay once uh, for interactive and twice for music nice yeah and I've been there uh early days when it wasn't like that and then I've been there in the zoo mm-hmm. and uh now this year was a little a uh, little different. There was some, um, there was the drunk driver yeah. thing. Uh, I don't. Where, where were you? At? Did Did you hear about that? I, were you yeah. nearby or? I was. I was actually in bed when it happened. My my band and I wanted to be really fresh for our performance the next day, so we went to bed early. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was out until three in the morning that night. <laughs> he texted me. He sent me this funny text. He's like, "This is." Woodstock. <laughs> like, oh, dad. Like, dad, what's Woodstock? Oh, um, yeah, he had a really good time. Um, no, the, the the drunk driving incident was um, was very, very sad. Did and, that cast, yeah. a, did that, I mean, obviously it made national news. It did not. And I was actually surprised that it didn't. People yeah. were out partying the next day just as hard. I think the, the drunk driving was actually pretty out of control this year. Um, I, we got hit, we got in an accident. Really? Um, yeah. We're, we're, I mean, we're more or less fine. I think everyone's got sore necks. We got rear ended pretty hard by some not ass nozzle. Can I say that on the air? Yes. Ass nozzle. Swear. <laughs> Asshole. She's making that? up her own yeah. curse words. <laughs> I do. I, I do. I do make up my own curse words. Then you words. can say them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah by, by this, by this complete ass nozzle in a, in a, in a gray Mustang convertible. So if you oh, drive a gray damn. Mustang convertible in Austin and you hit and run, some some people. Oh, they took off too. Yeah, they did. They, Bad mojo karma yeah, on you. They wow. smacked into the back of us really hard, and then just pulled back and peeled out. And they were weaving all over the freaking road. Good oh my night. goodness! So the rest of the week, I was like in defensive driving mode, big time, um, oh. because I just that was really terrifying. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it was. I I don't really know a lot of the circumstances around what happened. I know that the guy got stopped, and then he ran from the police, and the police chased him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he swerved and turned into a street that was blocked off and Ugh. mowed down a bunch of pedestrians. Um, two people wow. were killed, twenty three badly injured. Yeah. Um, what was extraordinary to me, though, and what I always try to take away from when things like this happen, is that for every callous, self absorbed act of you know complete disregard for your fellow human beings there are so many acts of support and kindness and like i got so many text messages you People okay, asking, you okay? Yeah, is the band good? all right where's your dad like is everyone okay what's going on i got so many phone calls everyone was like people were running out and donating blood the people at the scene of the accident were on top of it there were people who were like you know drunk and partying and like they pulled it together to help people out 
and that's it was a chaotic scene it was it was it it was a chaotic scene but i just i was blown away by by i I always end up being blown away you still felt all the love yeah yeah i do i do feel the love i I mean i you know obviously things happen it's kind of like mardi gras in a way things happen that you never hear about people get arrested for Mm -hmm. there's always something going on but this was a little bigger i think it was the first time something like this to this magnitude has happened yeah which is why it made uh such news and um, I was looking at blog feeds coming out of Austin and they, the, the, the citizens were shocked by it and they were embarrassed. And uh, so, but outside of that, how was South by for you? And uh, what was your experience this year compared to the other times you've been there? Well, so it was, I mean, other than, other than the obvious tragedy, it was amazing. Um, we, so I, I, I used to work in technology. So I went once for, for the interactive um, Actually, the second time that I was there, I was there for both interactive and music. Um, it was so the interactive festival is just as big of a party, but it's just geek party. It's different. It's a geek. Ain't nothing but a geeky party. It's <laughs> true. Um, you know, like Robert Scoble running around with his camera and, you know, running into like both Zuckerbergs in the bathroom. <laughs> like, you know, it's, um, it, it, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's they're a comparing funny, pocket yeah. protectors. <laughs> exactly. You I have four pins in yours. <laughs> um, and you know, it, it, it is, I, I love geeks. I'm a, I am a humongous certified grade a geek and so yeah i love south by southwest interactive for that um then uh the music festival the other year that i went was 2012 and you know it was it was i was more nervous and i was also i didn't quite know which way was up i've since been to burning man which is like a level up in terms of Bedlam from South by. So this was like tame by comparison. Oh yeah. Burning Man is, is a whole different planet. <laughs> Burning Man is, oh my God, easily the best week I've ever had in my life. Um, you survived. I did. I did. Which I, is always, it's goal number one. I thrived down there. I was so, I've never been happier. Did, did you sing for barter? Um, well, there's no, it's not really barter. It's gifts. Right. So you don't, it's not like, oh, I'll trade you like this lemon drop for, you know, your grilled cheese sandwich. Right. It's like, (laughs) here, have a thing. And, you know, and so, yeah, I I did. I went down and sang. they, they ended up having an artist who was booked at the center house that didn't show. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, we need someone to sing. So I got up and sang acapella for 45 minutes. Um, so yeah, you know, but that's, I mean, you, you, you go down, that's what you do. You go down there to give gifts and, Tell us about how, how did you um, get into music? When, when, when did you decide you wanted to be a performer? And I mean, I'm looking at your webpage and it says you've played in like London and Paris, Indonesia. Um, you've traveled all over. You've done lots of things. Um, played at the Paramount here and the Langston Hughes. Uh, so you've, you've had some success. Some mm-hmm. really cool things come your way. That doesn't come easy. We know a lot of performers who talented, work hard and stuff, but... When for you did you decide this is what I want to do and you set out a goal and it looks like you're accomplishing these things? Well, so there's actually two times that that happened in my life. Um, when I was, uh, you know, I, I started doing music really young. You know, my parents got me into piano and voice lessons and I, I sang opera for a number of years um, and decided I wanted to try to do this professionally after high school. So I went to Los Angeles for college. Um, and, uh, you know, looked around and, and talked to some different producers who were doing artist development at the time and, tr- and trying to get people signed with major labels. And what I was told consistently is get your nose done, lose 20 pounds, um, <laughs> you know, and don't be, does that work for Adele and heaven right? forfend if you are yourself, because girl, you are socially inept and geeky and we just got to like 
polish. Yeah, because Lady Gaga, she's <laughs> right. You know, I mean, a right. nose. What a stereo. Right. What a I stereotype. See. I was told. Yeah, I, I love my, I love my nose. nose. There is I love my she nose. She has a cute nose. She has a very cute Thank nose. You. It's not like we're talking like. Barbara Streisand or exactly. anything like hey, that. And do here. not hate on Barbara. Oh no, I love her. I love her. I'm so glad she. But didn't she change does have nose. a schnoz. But that's it's what true. I mean. Like in comparison, because she, she was told the same thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like there's no. There, yeah. I used to have a little bit more of a bump actually, and then I caught a baseball with my face, and ended up having the tip of <laughs> homeopathic plastic surgery. And, and so when and I, I gave them photos of my profile, I was like, please reconstruct my nose properly, and this was the best they could do. So I used to have a little bit more of a bump than I do now. But uh, it looks great. Yeah. yeah. They did a good job of making my nose what it used to be. So was that the second time when you were like, screw that, I'm just going to do my own thing? Yeah. Well, so it basically, and and I, you know, I thought. I've I've got a brain. I I know how to do things other than music. I like computers. I like psychology. I like science. I like, you know, so I I actually sort of drifted away from performing and from writing music and um, eventually ended up working in technology. I was a professional blogger for a while. I worked for a company called the Parnassus Group that's based up in Redmond. They do mm-hmm. conferences. They do the Tweet House. They do like all of this stuff around Facebook and Twitter and online marketing and and then went to work for T-Mobile for four and a half years as a product manager for socially connected products over there. And um, 2011 was a really rough year for me. Um, I had a relationship that turned out to be not what it was purported to be <laughs> by the other individual in it. And then I also had a, a, a good friend from childhood who passed away um, relatively unexpectedly. And... Uh, it was sort of a very sobering wake up call that my life was not going to just last forever and that I actually needed to do the things that would make me happy. And so I was like, okay, well, the world has really changed since I was in college. Now I can self-release. I don't have to get a nose job and lose 20 pounds. Right. Um, and you know, I understand the internet. I understand marketing. I understand business now. So maybe I should give it a go. So I saved up a bunch of money. And I quit my job, and now I'm a musician. Nice. Um, the, so that was, the internet yeah. has become, and we've talked about this many times, um, like this almost great equalizer. Uh, uh, bands uh, can become successful online, never have a deal, yeah, and actually make more money than bands that are on labels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it sounds like you, you know, you figured that out. <clears throat> and well, and, and let me let me just say another thing about the travel. A lot of that has been. Like the Indonesia thing, that was when I was 13, right? Doesn't I, matter, I you mean, were there. You yeah, sang. it was amazing. It was so cool. I had, you know, so it's like it's been over a number of years that I've done all this, all this traveling. But what do you, what do you say to, because it sounds, you know, you were in LA, you're on that side of things, you're, uh, then you decide, oh, I'm going to do it myself and I'm going to, you know, attack the internet and promote myself and stuff like that. Attack the internet. Yeah, <laughs> you got to go in. Uh, to, to bands and individuals that, uh, especially young bands, we deal with a lot of them here who are, you know, up and coming and we think they have talent or whatever. Um, they're trying to strategize a game plan. What worked, what worked and what didn't work for you when you decided to do it yourself? Oh boy. Um, so what worked was constantly getting in touch with what's authentic for me. What do I really, what's the sound? Who am I? And what do I want to get across? What do I want to do for people? And so, I mean, that's always been true. That's true. That was true 20 years ago. And that's true now. If you don't know 
who you are as an artist and and that takes knowing who you are as a person then you're not gonna people aren't gonna resonate with what you're doing um and that can change right people change people grow you evolve i'm evolving i'm figuring it out you know i will the next album will be different and will go in a slightly different direction because that's how things work um but yeah be i think be authentic be true to yourself know who you are know how to package that and get that across um and then it is not about social media is a reflection of what you are doing in meat space it is not the other way around meat space will not mirror your social media so if all you are doing is tweeting and facebooking and expecting people to show up to your shows that's not <laughs> how it works yes. you you have to go out and play you have to play those shows when there are three people in the room but if they all love your music they will come back you have to go to open and maybe bring again. others right and you glad hand and you talk to people and you listen to people actually you listen way more than you talk mm-hmm. um I, you know, I had a, um, some people who became fans, uh, at a show at the Skylark a few months ago, they were looking for housing. They were in the middle of trying to, their housing, they'd moved to Seattle. Their housing was a disaster. It had sort of fallen through at the last minute and they were trying to find a place to live. And so I put the word out to my friends. I was like, who's got a room to rent? And, you know, so it's that kind of thing. If you, um, if you are prepared to be there for people, show up for your community, introduce people to others that they need to know like be a decent human being <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and leverage the resources that you have to help others then you know good things will come to you and amen but That's it's but it's all about advice. but you yes. gotta yeah you gotta just work your ass off networking for sure yeah, yeah. um that's fantastic well, let's go into another song and we're gonna come back and talk a little bit about your album you have coming out mm-hmm. <clears throat> you have a cd release show and lots and all the stuff you have going currently tour and everything but this is jerusalem burning uh what's this mean to you i wrote this during a thunderstorm after a fight with my fiance here you go tay phoenix life came crashing in catalyst and spark we were drenched down to the skin as we left the park
projects from skin and my bones Turning me to a pillar of stone And making me believe things no one knows If battalions of angels were dancing in my eyes You'd still know the difference between truth and lies And my disguise That's Tay Phoenix, and you can, it's spelled T-A-E, tayphoenix.com is where you can go. That is Jerusalem Burning here on The Zone. Um, but real quick, the video, Does She Know Does she know Yet? Mm-hmm. That's an awesome video, by the way. Thank you. And everybody needs to go check it out. Well, actually, we're going to post it on our, our Facebook page and stuff. Was, is there a quick story behind that? Um, the aforementioned relationship that didn't turn out. Yeah, the way, that's what yeah. I was guessing. Um, <laughs> the next girl. Yeah, it's I. So he. I don't. God, do I, I don't want to. Talk where did a you film? Where did you film that? Okay, let's talk about the video. That's a great idea. Let's yeah. not talk about the ex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we filmed the video up in Bellingham. It was directed by a guy named Gabriel Conroy, who mm-hmm. is a fabulous director, and I adore him. Um, and we had a great time. I discovered the woman who played the next girl, uh, at a sushi restaurant. I, I had this, um, this coworker at the time who was this adorable curvy redhead, looked like a pinup model. And I was like, will you please be in my music video? And she's like, no, I don't want <laughs> to be in front of the camera. <laughs> so I was like, so I was lamenting this to my now fiance at a sushi bar and his jaw like hit the bar. And he was like, Tay, Jessica rabbit just walked in. And I turn around and there's this like amazing, gorgeous woman. And I was like, oh, so I went up to her and I was like, okay, so you probably get this all the time, but would you like to be a model in in my music video? And she looked up at me with these pretty blue eyes and she goes, you want me to be in a video? (laughs) (laughs) She was on a first date and I guess that was the best part. She told me later this is the best part of the first date. And what's really interesting is she had also been through a relationship similar to that. Really? And so she really vibed with the song. Yeah, well, go check it out, everybody. And like I said, we'll post it on our Facebook page. Uh, Outside the Lines, the new album. Um, Yeah, the new album, Outside the Lines. Uh, uh, We recorded it in September of last year with Mm -hmm. uh, Dave Miner. Um, he's a fabulous, amazing producer um, over at London Bridge Studios. That's up in Shoreline, mm-hmm. and uh, it's coming out. It's actually out now. Yep. Um, it's it dropped we March dropped 10th. March tenth, and uh, you know we're gonna have a re- have a release party at um, the Royal Room April twenty mm-hmm. fourth. 
Tickets are $10 presale or $12 at the door. Get them. That's, it'll sell yeah. out. And, well, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and Whitney Manger is going to play. She's like a Seattle alt-soul singer-songwriter guitarist. And Julia Massey uh, is going to do a solo acoustic set, too. I'm really excited about that. And they've both sang with me on the title track for the album. Julia played organ, Whitney played guitar, and we all sang together vocal harmonies on this sort of folk song about, I, I call it an atheist hymn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we only get one shot, so we better better live outside the lines. Um, so with uh, w- with this album, what what's, uh, you know, after you've done all the recording, got it out there, and, and then you sit back and you get a kind of reflective about it, what, what do you... What do you think about this one compared to your other ones? Um, is is this your baby? Is this is this the one you wanted? They're they're uh, they're all the one I wanted. Yeah. At the time that I made them, they were you know rise is a reflection of where I was at at that point mm-hmm. musically and you know in my personal life and um you know that that album is a s- series of interconnected short stories. Mm-hmm. This album is more thematically linked um, from a, from a musical perspective and. Be, the difference between Rise and Outside the Lines that really shows to me as I listen to them is Rise was made with studio musicians. I played keys and everything else was, was you know, co- hired guns. Whereas um, Outside the Lines I made with my band. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it has this more cohesive sound to it because we made it together. Yeah. And I, I just, I have to, we, I just got, you know, obviously we came back from South by Southwest. I just spent a week with these guys in extremely close quarters. <laughs> And I, I, Makes I, or break you, I love it? them so deeply. <laughs> like they're just so wonderful. All of them. Um, That's great. and then so, you're heading out on a, on a tour and support. Yeah. We're touring, we're touring down the West coast of San Francisco and back to support the album. We'll be announcing those dates pretty soon. So um, every, go to tayphoenix.com, click on the tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can Actually, find out. I recommend people follow me on bands in town. That's the best way to find oh, out when and where I go. will be. Uh, you're a phenomenal talent. Oh, thank you for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you have you have wonderful music, great voice, phenomenal, mm-hmm. and uh, your songwriting and skill she's is good. People, good, <laughs> damn good people. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, get your tickets. Ten bucks in advance. Twelve at the door uh, for the Royal Room. It's down in Columbia. It's in Columbia City, which is like south of Seattle, slightly. Uh, mm-hmm. So April twenty fourth, seven o'clock. Be there for that. Uh, go on to iTunes, download the new album. It's uh, Outside the Lines, Tay Phoenix. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Now we're going to hear a, an in-studio song. Uh, sit back, folks. This is, uh, this is some great stuff. Tay, thank you. Thank you. This is Tay Phoenix, Let the Light In.
Cracks 
perspective of you and me Though there's black in your eyes and your dreams Bet no one's ever told you no Now you're backed in a corner It hurts, yeah, it shows Now I know But no one else knows That's Michelle Ari with her song Wounded Man here on the Northwest Convergence Zone show. What a show we had. Today. I know. Isn't it amazing? I'm we always humbled awesome by the women talent. in tonight. <laughs> right on. Yeah, I did that for you. <laughs> I know. Well, no, for every. We love that. Someone said there was going to be awesome men. I, we came all the <laughs> well, way from Portland. They lied. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's a whole different oh, other different station show. show. You're on one. You're awesome. <laughs> you you want to go out after the show? Yeah. We can go locate some. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go around some I'll help you out was, there. That's what was promised. I'll whip out my little black book and take care of <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> welcome to the show michelle thank you it's thank nice you. to meet you a great nice you great sound thank you uh, as we were talking about before we started this interview this off air of course child of the 80s here myself mm-hmm. and um just grew up listening to that style of music and just, and loving it you know that reminds me of my summers um you know hanging out in college and roaming around LA yeah. and just just fantastic time. And it's funny because at the time a lot of the uh people um when that 80s wave hit were not hit they did, you know the the people were like ah oh, it's not rock and roll. It's kind right. of the same thing we do now with uh you know we, we every all, new thing that comes Yeah, we're like right. ah, it's not real music. <laughs> not rock that, and roll. I hate that. And I hate that too. Yeah. <laughs> but like but like the 80s have stood up as actually one of the cooler Thank you. decades I agree. of music because a lot of things were being cr- done creatively. Electronics yep. were just hitting the scene yep. in a big way. Um, what uh, l- let's? Well, one of the things I like about that uh, 
time period is to add to what you said the style and the electronics and all that i think a lot of the artists now in some cases you had you had your pop music of that time mm-hmm. as well sure that was crappy music of that time <laughs> yeah <laughs> a lot of it <laughs> but i think at least a lot of the artists that i listen to and really like there's a the lyrics they write are uh you know they're all about the human condition um, even if they have that electronics behind it that is more sure. mechanical when you're thinking about humans, you know, but um, I just I just really like um, people who th- have a thought. <laughs> you know? A worthy then, one anyways. Yes. Yeah, and then, the, and then that, the aesthetic, like those post-punk guitar sounds, things like that. I like the carrier wave that it goes on. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's a cool message. It's I don't necessarily want to say deep, though. That's true in some cases. And I don't think you have to be deep 24-7 to prove your art is great or, or anything like that. You know, levity is a good idea, too. Um, but I I just think, for me as an artist, that's just, I, I think, taking the human condition and, you know, mirroring it or mirroring it or mm-hmm. musing about it or showing us ourselves back to ourselves and kind of feeling, you know, connected. And if I can do that in a way that's fun and I mean, there there are things I think about, you know. So sure, and you've had an amazing journey as as an individual, haven't you? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's actually um, yeah, I I have. I don't I don't. um, Go ahead, you're going to say something. No, I I, um, (laughs) just doing some research. uh, I I don't know you. Uh, We've just met, but uh, from an outsider's perspective, it seems like you have led an an interesting life, a fascinating life. Uh, and not all of it has been rosy. No. Um, there's been times, it seemed like, from what I'm understanding, you were basically homeless. A couple of those, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then there were other times where you were like kind of riding high. Everything world. was going right. going good. So there's been peaks and valleys. Um, yeah. And traveled all over the country. You've been all, uh, from what I see, around the world, different aspects. Mm-hmm. Um I am curious, though, about the shakedown in London. Oh, <laughs> okay. Reader's Digest version. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So I had, um, when I first started making music and I put out my first record, this was when MySpace, the, the, the first cool version the, existed. The big wave of MySpace, <laughs> yeah, yes. When it was fun and productive. and <laughs> Before that empire collapsed. Yeah. Before, Face, before Tom to threw be us under too. the bus. Yeah. Facebook's getting ready to follow in the footsteps of MySpace, <laughs> I believe, but... Fine by me, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but, um, my music was, um, surprisingly meaning surprising to me was doing really well in the UK. So while there are certainly a whole lot of other stories, uh, interwoven with this particular incident, I had, um, I had stopped recording, stopped playing live and decided I was going to go explore the UK and my, a relative of mine. He doesn't really speak to me as much now, I think, because she feels bad. <laughs> <laughs> she, had, she worked for an airline. She got me a one-way ticket. And that's something mm. I learned that you don't do after yeah. 9-11. Who, I don't have like a terrorist thought in my head. So <laughs> it didn't occur to me anybody would sure. think that I was doing something bizarre or criminal. So anyway, I wouldn't have thought twice about that either. Right. Because she said, well, just get your return ticket on the way home yeah. when, you're, when you know you're going to come back. And that was the plan. And, and it used to be that was no problem. Exactly. Right. So it was a massive problem because I had basically left the city I was living in, sold off my stuff because I was like, you know what? I'm going to the UK. I don't know what's going to happen after this. And I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> and I don't need all this shit. I don't need shelving and right. whatever things I'd built up. So I got rid of everything, my car, you name it, gone. 
and um and instead of <laughs> going in <laughs> seeing what was in the UK for me I didn't make it out of Gatwick immigration and it was a very um long day like i flew there first just class. because I I was a of a one-way ticket yes. i mean there was absolutely they, nothing they you else home, right? about you that they could profile other than no. a one-way well, look ticket. at her <laughs> thank you that's what i said to accept. i'm nervous <laughs> oh, oh no did we yeah, check see, her bags when never, she came in <laughs> i have never thought that either right it just yeah it, it was the bulky vest yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so they did. Send, they sent you home, though, right? Yeah, after four All hours of, of questioning, and yeah, yeah that's, I, that's crazy. it was it was really horrifying, and you that know, really it, seems outside of our rights somewhere somehow. Well, there's there is something called the um, Universal Declaration of Human Rights, where we have a right as people to um, cross disseminate art and culture. Mm-hmm but not if you can't get out of the airport, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they, they, uh, security escorted me back to, um, the plane, gave me my passport in the air, which at this point I'm like, and I don't know whether to cry or have a heart attack or like, <laughs> wow. cause I had no plan coming back yeah. that day, you know? And, um, and you were interrogated and all that. Yeah, it was, it was really, oh. it was, it was, I'm not a big crier. I like stained my clothes, like wiping my nose and, you know, and, and it just went from like, Those crazy and there, was there, no, there was no recourse <laughs> for you down. in this at all. Nothing. Oh, nothing. No. So, um, anyway, so I bounced around, you know, to a couple cities till I could find somewhere. I mean, I was in Chicago, I was in Athens, I was in Atlanta, stayed in a tree house one night in Atlanta, you know, I was running out of money, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? sure. and the way I ended up in Nashville was basically, um, I was in Atlanta and, uh, I had about enough money left to get to one more city. <clears throat> and someone suggested Nashville. I said, are you kidding me? Country music, right? And I thought, well, and he said, no, there's other types of music there. I said, okay. So I went and um, immediately, band. I'm like on Craigslist. I'm like, I don't care if your guitar has one string on it. I got to get out and play right now. <laughs> so that's what I the did. The one string guitar man. That's who I want. So you hit Nashville. I did. And I started playing their, you know, their premier venues and yeah. hooking up with a lot of great people. And there things were four years. Yeah. And things built up again. And, and, and then another adventure ensued, but wow. I, yeah. Um, and then, uh, the, the song we're about to play, uh, did it it kind of came out of a lot of that stuff? Uh, this is Uncharted Territory. Mm-hmm. No, ac- actually, there is a song on there on this record, Uncharted Territory record, mm-hmm. um, called Little Wars. That has that a lot a to do. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to you'll have to listen to that, or people can go on on michellere.com. But Bing. yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm a pro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but that song definitely is like three minutes of like a whole bunch of stuff that I was. M- sort of you know rather upset there are definite nods to um what's one of the lines um the nazis still guarding and wrapped in cheap sweaters their mind stuck in god knows when they'll let in the killers and read your love letters and hold you for hours on end they'll <laughs> smash you to pieces on sundays praise jesus on mondays they do it again the fights in the and anyway and then the rest of the so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that was my little nod to the the lady in the pink sweater and, and uh, <laughs> wow so the and then you went did you go back to new york city from nashville yeah i'm, try, I'm trying to right, trying yeah, to track yeah, your don't. your thing <laughs> i tried to pull out the facebook map you know that's on there and i gave up after like three cities i was like it's not important but some, but but something but at some point you ended up back in new york 
Yeah. Yeah. I had previously been in New York, although that's not where I came from when I was actually down in Tampa. Right. Um, but that was, I went Tampa, UK, a bunch of other cities in Nashville for four years. And I decided it was time to leave Nashville. Um, and, uh, mostly just because I would go to New York and play. And I, I felt that, uh, for as positive as Nashville could be a lot of the time, <laughs> it's just too conservative for me. So yeah. I decided I'm going to New York city, which I'd lived there before and said I would never go back. And I did. Was it hard? I mean, four years in Nashville, you said you met a lot of people connected right away and built yourself up. So what yeah. was that like to just say, okay, See bye, you later. back to kind of square one. I mean, you've got your resume sort of, or whatever right. that goes with it, but you're back to trying to meet new people and network yeah. and all that again. Um, no, that just part your nature. <laughs> yeah. That part, actually the music was going fine and I, I had met some people. I don't want to name drop and do that sort of thing, but, um, a lot Come of people uh, will let um, you associated with, um, <laughs> the New York underground and the punk scene there. Mm -hmm. uh, some of whom, um, have been there since, you know, day one. Day one yeah. So I was meaning I'd already known some of these guys cause that's who I'd go and play like in those circles. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was, no, there's actually starting to be a lot of buzz about me being there. Um, some people that would photo, uh, some people that like, you know, knew Debbie Harry and, and were there at that time period when sure. everything was building up and they were very excited. They're like, Oh, something new and it's familiar. And this is just kind of like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, th this, these are things they were saying, not, right. not me. Um, so the music was fine. <laughs> Unfortunately, I gave my... <laughs> I'm going to sound like such an ass. I gave my money to um, a guy for an apartment and he was a con man. And so I ended up homeless. And so that's, that was one of the other homeless times. I have really good stories too. So yeah, no, <laughs> we're, we're going to get to those. But we're, 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 tr we're tracing you kind of like Santa Claus around the globe. Know, right? And then to how you ended up on the West coast. But we have to pause right here because we're up against the clock. Uh, the clock wins every time. Sorry. Of course. But, but when we get in hour number two, we'll, pick it back right back up hey in between uh tay phoenix and um michelle ari we heard lucy kitchen and uh my apologies to lucy we were going to have her on the show today uh but we just run out of time uh, we're, we're not gonna be able to fit her in she will be on an upcoming episode for sure she's great voice um a wonderful artist over in the uk yes, yes. so uh apologies to her but we will have her on and also autumn electric with this, their song return to, to detroit they will be on the show next week nice so little heads up there yes. see how we do things here we kind of weave things <laughs> you're a master out. unlike master, anybody master else master <laughs> hey now <laughs> i don't know if i like now um foxy didn't you have a gig Oh, I did. Yes. How'd that go? It was awesome. It's it, come on. It's always awesome to be on stage and got to see lots of um, old friendly faces that were fans of Voxy Vallejo because it's been over a year. And and in what version of this? Voxy we were Vallejo? as a trio acoustic. So it was Gene and I and Markel on Kungas. So it's been two years close to since I've probably done it that way as a trio with the two of them. So it was awesome. It was great. And our fans were there supporting us and telling us how much they loved and missed us and uh, even made new fans all over again. And that always feels good. Yeah. Now you guys, um, uh, we're at, it's, it's a fairly new venue here in mm -hmm. town. Um, and I don't want you to give a review of it or anything, but sure. you, you, was it cool? 
Yeah, I'm not super picky. If I get to go out there and rock and roll. She's a diva, folks. If she's on stage, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, I mean, there is always something to be said if the sound is good. And um, at least from on stage and from what the audience said, you know, on stage I could hear everything. Sound it's, was good. Yeah, yeah. Lighting, um, whatever. I mean, that's kind of what we're looking yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard some complaints about like how swift the service was but then i heard the staff saying that they were understaffed for the night so uh, that's, well yeah. you know that kind of stuff that's that's a little different but um but other than that it was awesome and uh you know it was just good to be out there and i got to see late september dogs wait and, hold uh, the phone was pilot. it awesome it was stellar <laughs> uh late september dogs were on the bill yes. and sleepy pilot oh and see, i stuck no. around for Love both so it was just a good show i got and and you know i mean it's a small little loving family music scene community so you always see faces that surprise sure. you too like wow so it was great um i it's been a while since i've sleep, seen sleepy pilot and mm-hmm. uh for those of you out there listening check them out there that's a that's a fantastic yes, uh, group. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Big fan of those guys. Good All right. sound. Well, uh, stick around, folks. Hour number two, we're going to continue with Michelle, Ari, and Meyer will be in the house. We'll be right back here on The Zone.